0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for coming. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Jesus. Hallelujah. Nice to see you all this morning. Thank you for coming. There's a church in Nigeria called the Redeemed. Have you heard of the Church of the Redeemed? yeah they their desire and vision was to have a church on every street amen and today they are uh, seventy lakh members they they fit eight kilometers by three kilometers. that is their space for their church amen hallelujah that's nice right but uh, it's nice to know these things are possible all things are possible and it depends on us if we are ready to Take this vision out there and believe God. I am already seeing it, you know. You have church happening with Brother Manoj. You have with Brother Anandraj. Amen. And uh, various church meetings happening through many of you, like Ruben and, um, you know, just to name a few. Hallelujah. Just to name a few. So I'm glad this will happen. I've been in India for some years doing church. And I started... Uh, At least three other churches, and they are in different places. They were not very happy because I partnered with uh, somebody that you all know. So they said bye to me, you know, because I I don't force anybody to do anything. I leave choices with every person. Amen. I never force anybody. Yeah, that is my basic principle because Jesus didn't force me. Jesus did not force you. Jesus never forces. He says, come. If you feel, you go. If you don't feel, you just say bye. And then later on, you face the music. Whatever music is there, you will face it. Amen? So I try to keep people at that level where they can decide for themselves, without force, without pressure. Amen? So um, today is an interesting day because uh, it's also the um, anniversary of our church registration. We registered Grace Chapel How many years ago? Do you have any idea? Anybody have an idea? Some of you have, yes. But it's been uh, 23 years. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, if you look at me, you say, oh, 23 years. Okay. At least half of your life you've been doing church. Yes. Half of my life I've been doing church. That's my life. Amen. Amen. And my business is to see people built up, become effective, and not fall for the lies. Amen? To be strong, to be strong, to build up families, to see marriages succeed, to see children blessed, but without force, without commanding and force. Amen? I don't think that anybody should be Hitler. We had one Hitler, you know, he caused trouble for the whole world. The church does not have... Hitler, it has shepherds, and shepherds are people that just say, and the sheep follow. Amen? Amen. 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 So if people hear the voice of the shepherd, they follow. If they hear some other voice, they don't follow. Amen? So that is how you identify, you know, who are your sheep. Your sheep will hear your voice. Amen? Those who are not your sheep, they don't hear your voice. It's like that. It's simple. Very simple. There's no fighting about it. Those who are your sheep, they hear your voice. Those who are not your sheep, they don't hear your voice. Yes. Amen. So, most important is to teach people to hear His voice. Because He's the actual good shepherd. He's the perfect shepherd. All the other shepherds have problems. Hallelujah. All the other shepherds have problems. You know, But some are more perfect than others. Hallelujah. That's the only difference. So you will see grades of perfection. The only perfect one is Him. The rest are grades. This is this, this is that, this is the other. This one is good in this area. That one is good in that area. This one is not so good here. Like that. So poor sheep have to find out for themselves. (laughs) I, I wish you all the best that you find out for yourself. But I cannot leave you without training you to hear at least to see which is the best in the whole thing. Amen? So I wish Jesus himself would come here. Sometimes, you, Jesus, you yourself should have been the only shepherd. Why did you put all these men? Why did you choose these people? But he said, that's how I am. I like to use man. I love man. I love humanity. And I want to use them. So I put gift on them, and I use them. Amen? Amen? So, if you can listen to the gift, great. You know, sometimes the gift will be distracted by the person. Are you understanding? So, if you, if you cannot look at the gift, you may look at the person and you may not receive from the gift. Are you getting this? So, what is important is you should never lose sight of the gift inside the person. Amen? Amen? So, some people may distract you from the gift inside So, our desire should be always to make ourselves not so visible, but the gift visible. Amen? So, it doesn't mean that we should be wearing no clothes. Some people wear no clothes because they want to, you know, not be visible anymore. They are nothing. They don't eat. They don't drink. They don't wear clothes. They just go around very holy like that. Amen? No, we wear clothes. Jesus said, the madman sat down, clothed and in his right mind. Amen. Clothed in the right mind. Sitting down at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. After the fall of Genesis, everybody has to wear clothes now. But don't let the clothes distract from the gift. Amen. Let the clothes attract to Jesus. Let the clothes attract to the gift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen? So, that's why, you know, we have to be careful how we dress and all that stuff. Amen? So, today you can see I'm dressed a little bit different because it's anniversary. So, very shortly we'll be cutting a cake, you know, to celebrate that, you know, and (laughs) forgive me for that, but um, Brother Anoop is excited as I'm excited. (laughs) Because cakes are always fun. One of my favorite things is cake. (laughs) Really. Cakes that are not too sweet, not too icing, not too cream. You know, the more plain the cake is, the more I like it. Amen. Fruit cakes, yummy. Things like that. So, hallelujah. I'm glad. 23 years. What I enjoyed in 23 years of ministry was that God always took care of us. Amen. Amen? So if you look at the people and you look at me, you will say, what? Did God take care of all this through these people? You could say that. But also He has done without the people also. Amen? So um, I remember when we started, we started with one, one person. He's a Tamilian. I did not know Tamil. And he did not know English. And we sat and and discussed and translated with sign language. And today he's a pastor. He has a good church in Koramangla. And, uh, you know, he's married and he has children. And he's a happy guy. He calls it the AC Church. No, that's not the name.
1: (laughs) It's air-conditioned.
0: Amen. We don't have an air-conditioned church here. Amen. But he has an air-conditioned church. I, and, um, you know, I'm happy. And they're getting a good salary. He said, thank you for teaching me how to live by faith. They have everything. Amen. I think that's his brother-in-law there. You know. <laughs> Hallelujah. So they're doing well. Amen. Then there's another guy from Jalahali. He works for India Plywoods. And he is also a pastor. I think he's doing well also. Notice the word, I think. Yeah, and uh, there's another guy uh, from the Nehru oil mill side. He used to work for Namda, uh, Namdaris, Nilgiris. Yeah, Nilgiris. You remember 1905? Yeah, he used to work there. His wife was working for Descom, the electrical company, as an engineer. They're both serving God, you know, and uh, they're in that area. He's from uh, unbelieving background. Amen. So we endeavored to build those kind of churches. And then there's, you know, you guys and others here and there. Amen. But the point is, 23 years I saw God show up and take care of us. From, from one person to getting married, to having children, to living in houses and rent paid and everything taken care of, not having to to stretch hand and borrow or beg or take loans, you know, it's been wonderful. Hallelujah. I'm so glad. Of course, you know, these cards are, are convenient. You can use them, if you can use them properly, otherwise you'll get into trouble. I heard that if you don't pay on your card, they will come and beat you up. That's how dangerous it is to have a card if you don't know how to handle a card. Amen. Amen. I don't mean car, I mean card, C-A-R-D, amen? So nowadays you have cards, but back in those days there was no card, there was nothing. You just have to produce some cash, man. (laughs) And God took care of us till today, amen? Hallelujah. So I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, uh, I can celebrate His mercy, His faithfulness all these years, amen? Praise the Lord. And uh, our intentions are always to be pure, Amen? Whatever we do, we want to do it right. Amen? We want to do it the pure way, the right way. That was always our intention. That is always our intention still. I don't want to take advantage of anybody. I don't want to destroy anybody. Hallelujah! I want everybody to choose freely because they love Jesus, because they love His work. Amen? So thank you for coming today. I believe you came here by your free will that you were not forced, that you just decided to come because you heard a voice saying, come. Amen. I pray that more people will hear that voice because there are many people in India. There's too many people in India. They all need to hear the voice. So they will hear your voice now. As you go out there and you teach and you preach and you lay hands, they will hear the voice. Are you getting this? I cannot do it. You have to do it. What I can do, I will do. Amen. But that's the whole thing. So everybody who comes to this church must be definitely sure about one thing: that you are going to be taught foundational doctrines. Amen. You must learn that, and then learn it so properly that you can teach others. Amen. If you can do that, I'm telling you, I guarantee you that you are better you are better than any devil that can be released on this planet. You will be better than them anytime. You will defeat every devil. If you learn those simple things, no devil can stop you. No devil can stop you. Hallelujah. It's that simple. If you get it, you'll be surprised. You will say, What? I know so much. I know more than a lot of Bible school students. That simple foundational doctrine you will know more than many Bible school students. I guarantee you that. And no devil can cheat you. Amen? So uh, that is why we are serious about it. We would like you to get a hold of it, sit there, learn it, and then teach others. I'm telling you, if you can do that, there's no limit to what will happen. There's no limit to what will happen. Amen? You can go wherever God wants you. Nations. Nations. You will begin to hear, because that's the first step. When you start to teach that, you say, where do you get that from? From Hebrews, the fifth chapter. It says, when you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again. You don't have to look at it if you don't want to. I'll just say it, but just to let you know that it is from the Bible. When for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the doctrine of Christ. In other words, every believer is supposed to know the doctrine and teach. Amen. Amen. He said, you ought to. After a certain time, when for the time you ought to. Notice the word ought. Ought means there's pressure. A little pressure. Can you see the pressure? This is God's pressure. You ought to teach this. Imagine Jesus is saying it. You know, he said it. You ought to teach it, man. Who is he telling that? The Hebrew church. They are Hebrews, Hebrews. Who's Hebrews? They were believers who came from Hebrew background. Abraham's children who became believers. He said, now, you guys are supposed to teach others. Why are you not teaching them? What should I teach them? Oh, Paul, he said, the basic doctrines. That starts in chapter 6. From 5, 11, 12, 13, then chapter 6, verse 1, he starts, this is the basic doctrine. He says, Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us move on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation. You see that? Repentance from dead works. Faith towards God. By the time you finish these two, you're already like a different level. Repentance from dead works. Faith towards God. You're already at a different level. Then what's left? Notice that. Baptisms. Not one baptism, there are three baptisms. By the time you understand that, a lot of trouble with baptism is over. (laughs) All this, should I be baptized? Why am I getting baptized? All that will be over. Amen? The truth about it is you are immersed into Christ. You are the body of Christ. You and Christ's body are one. So Christ's body is you. Whatever Christ could do, you will do. So what did Christ do? He laid hands and people got healed. So after that comes laying on of hands. Because you are now in the body. The body has hands. Put your hand. Amen. Then of course you see resurrection of the dead. You're coming back with bodies. One of these days you will have a new body just like Jesus. You know, these are the basics. And then face the boss with eternal judgment. Not that you're going to hell anymore. Unbelievers go to hell. But if you're a believer, you're not going to hell anymore. But you're going to get rewards. Your mark sheet will come. And forever you will have those marks. Amen? So if you understand these simple things, six things, settled. You know, the mark, you know why you are doing this. Why am I a believer? You will know that. Because the mark card is coming in the end. That is why we want to do the right thing, because there's a Mark's card coming. Amen? So, I ask you, like Brother Georgie has asked you, please, if you're not already in it, get into the foundational classes, learn it properly, then start to teach. In the beginning, you may be, start start, to, like that. It doesn't matter. Just tell them, open your Bible and show them this verse, then read it for them. And remember what you learnt, and just start little by little by little by little by little, you'll become like that. Is everybody supposed to do that? Every believer supposed? Yes. Okay. If every believer is supposed to do that, then why should I go to church? I can also teach. I can also preach. Right? It's a good question. You are going to church because you heard the voice. That's the church to go. That's the place. You should hear it yourself. I cannot force you. When you hear that voice, you say, that's where I'm going. And you go. Hallelujah. So, um, I, I hear the voice of God, and I'm teaching, and I'm speaking. You must learn to hear the voice of God, and you have to follow also. Amen. So, I'm not going to force anybody. Never force anybody. I don't force my children. When they are past one age, you stop controlling their lives. 18, stop. Till 18, they have to be there. After 18, they must decide. Legally, in this country, according to the law, once you are 18, that's it. They can go to court. So, I, I stopped beating my children long time ago. I don't command them anymore. Until they are 18, I expect them to obey me 100%. Once they are past 18, if they don't obey me, them and the boss, they will have to deal with. Not me. Are you understanding that? Hallelujah. You must grow them up like that. You see, when I was 18, I was a ganja smoker. I was already in jail. Because I didn't come from a believer's house. There was no God. I did not believe in God. Hallelujah. Our children are so blessed. They are believers. Whatever they do is only believer stuff. Because of Jesus, they are doing whatever they do. I'm so happy. Thank God for that. They don't have to go to jail. They don't have to go upside down, smoking ganja, drinking. No. But they have their own choice. Daddy is always daddy. Welcome home. Daddy's at home. Mi casa su casa. My house is your house. It's that simple. As long as I have breath, that is the truth. So it's very simple. For me it's very simple. It's that simple. Because at their age, I was already crazy. And if they are believers and following Jesus and trying their best, all the best. But when you are young, there's a lot of power in your friendships. Your friends are the most powerful things when you are young. Have you noticed that? Hey, Minod you know man, what the art is that? That's the power. That age is called yowana kalam. Yowana kalam when translated into the English, it says youthful lust. What is that? It's a particular lust that follows youth. When you are young, that is there. When you get old, it's gone. You'll say, oh, huh? what? I don't know how I did that. Because you're old now, you can't do it anymore. <laughs> when I was young, I sat on a car, not in a car, on a car. I sat on a car, traveling at 140 kilometers per hour, and just going, yeah, hey, on top of the car. People sit inside the car, Right. Why? Now will you do it? Why? Because you are not 18 anymore. Now you are 53. No, I can't do it. If I have to reach and save somebody, I can still do such things. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you. And stand on the car like James Bond and, and help somebody. But that time I was fully doped up and sitting on the Jesus saved me. Jesus said, "Ah, I'll catch you, don't worry. (laughs) One of these days, hallelujah. So one day he caught me under a tree in Kefi, northern Nigeria. In a Muslim town of Kefi. I was just thumbing through the Bible. I read three verses, finished. I said, Jesus, this is it. You are real, I will follow you for the rest of my life. I will not do anything else. I will serve you. That's how it started. And so, for half of my life, I've been following Jesus. The the first half, crazy. Second half, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, (laughs) I love it. Hallelujah. I love it. And where did he send me? To India. What is India? Not so easy. If you are doing any ministry in India, it's wonderful. Any. I would say if you are breathing, eating, living in India, sakkat. Super. Amen. I would say hallelujah, awesome. Because this is not easy. There's people everywhere, competition is high. Man eat man, dog eat dog. It's like that. So to rise up there, it's like nyandagalda rajyam. You know, the nyanda, the crabs are trying to get you and pull you down. Everywhere, in the queue, in the traffic, in the petrol, in the shop, everywhere. To just ah, come up on the top, is like, whoo, hallelujah. Without cheating anybody, without competing with anybody, without stealing from anybody, come up. That's what I'm talking about. Without pushing somebody down, you come up without stealing from somebody, you come up. Do that. Here, anywhere, you can do it. That's what I'm talking about. Amen? God has done that faithfully till today. Hallelujah. Amen? What is the basis of it? Honestly, just those foundational truths. Honestly. That's why I'm saying it. Get it properly. Learn it properly. Start teaching it. Once you start teaching, the car is moving. Once the car is moving, he can guide you. If the car is parked, you don't need guidance. So, you need to learn it and teach it. First learn it. If you sit down after learning it, also the car is not moving. If you start teaching it, the car is moving. Then the GPS will start searching. And then it will find location and it will guide you. Because you started the will of God. Otherwise, you have not even started the will of God. You got saved, that's all. Are you understanding this? You want to be in the will of God? Do it. God will start making ways for you and say, this is it. Amen? Hallelujah? How many of you are familiar with this way of preaching? This is the way I have always been. I'll just be talking and we'll be going like that. Then suddenly you'll notice... But I won't be talking trash. It will be pakka Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's just easy. No pressure. Amen. You don't have to perform. Amen. No gas. No nothing. Just let's do this. You, me, Jesus. Amen. Even if there's no sound, there's nothing. Pff, big deal. We'll just do it. That's right. Amen. Amen. If there are these things, awesome. Otherwise, we'll sit under the tree somewhere and just be doing it. I'm serious. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I came to India, the Lord ministered to me. Once you go there, India is different. You may have to sit down at their feet, massage their feet, and preach to them. Because Indians are like that. You have to really do something for them. Then they'll say, Ah, now, what did you say? So I'm ready. I literally massage people out of the gutter and build up their lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I do. It looks crazy because you look like you're going to lose. But you will gain. Hallelujah. Amen. So I've been doing that for many years now. That is all I'm going to do. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ten minutes past nine. Is there somebody here? Whose Bible was given to you by your mother? The Bible that you have is from your mother. Anyone like that? Is that him? You? No? Alright, keep that info. You? The old Bible, yeah, given by your mother? Amen. Amen. Praise God. God, God. God knows you so well. God knows you perfectly. You are not forgotten. He cares about you tremendously. So don't let any fear or worry enter into your heart. Okay? More than your mother cares for you, he cares for you. Hallelujah. Amen? Take that to heart. That's coming from Jesus, I'm telling you. In the trials of life, in the problems of life, remember that. Keep that close to you. That the Lord spoke to me about this. Amen? So it's time to just relax. Because Jesus loves you more than your own mother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your mother may not be here, but she's with Jesus. Jesus loves you more. Jesus cares for you more. Jesus will take care of you more. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I had that for three days. I was just praying about it. And I felt I should share it. So, I believe it's for you, Sister Ron. You and your mother were very close. It hurt you when she, when she passed on, when she went. But Jesus wants you to know that. That he's closer than your own mother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen? He's the wonderful God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So please get into these foundational doctrine classes for your own good. It will help you. You think you're helping somebody else, but you're actually helping yourself. Amen? I'm just looking into the past and I'm seeing how did I come. I came with two things. Two teachings. One was faith, the other was prosperity and healing. That's all. That's where I started from. And that brought me up to here. Imagine, now that you know so much more, how will you be? When I used to talk those things, they used to laugh and say, you are a cult, you guys are this, that, the other. Because there was no TV. Now if you put on the TV, you will hear the same thing everywhere. Those days, people would not fellowship with me. I talked to big, big pastors in the city. They used to say, no, that's too much. Faith, ah, healing, ah, no, prosperity, nah. Today, it's available, commonly. More people are, are enjoying benefits. Amen. But I would like you to know that almost 25 years ago, we were living in that. It was already working. Hallelujah. So it's not some new thing that we just started. We have been living on it. Amen. It will take a little time to understand, but once you get it, it will come. The money will come. The car will come. The house will come. It will come looking for you. It will knock on the door and say, Amazon for Mr. So-and-so. I'm telling you, better than Amazon, it will come to you. It's like that. You just do your homework, it will come. And if somebody prophesies, wonderful. Wonderful. But even if nobody prophesies, you do your homework, it will come. That's the wonderful thing about it. But you have to be sure it is Baka homework. Amen? That's why we're sticking with it. Just stay with that. Hallelujah. I'm glad we are all here. We are happy guys. We're not jealous or envious of anybody. We want to bless and love people. Amen? And so we're going to just uh, thank God for 23 years. Me and my faithful wife, we, we registered the church <laughs> after we got married, even though I started before we got married, but we registered it after marriage. So 95 till today. It's been a few years. Amen? So thank you, Jesus. Let's just bless the Lord. Thank you, Abba Father. You are faithful. You are good. Your mercy endures forever. We love you, and this day we want you to know that we are open for your treatment, your word, your purpose to continue in this nation. We have no regrets. We have no fears. We are happy to serve you, we and our household, we and your people. Let India be saved. Let India be built up. Let the nations be built up in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We eat this cake in your memory because you are good and your mercy endures forever. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah! Happy birthday, Grace Chapel.
1: Can I feed you first?
0: Here we believe that all the tribes are the same, all the castes are the same, all the colors are the same. We have no difference in this place. I am serious about it. 100%. Not one group is bigger than another. No. I am totally sold out to the fact that we are all of one blood under God's creation. Hallelujah. I totally believe that. One tribe is not bigger than the other. But since we are in Karnataka, I have a a soft heart for Canada people. Because I am here. And that's the Kannada man there. I I feel for the Kannada people because how can we be here and Kannada people don't know about these things? I will never be happy if they just don't know about it. Amen? That is on my heart and I'm glad. And so that's why we have a translation in Kannada, at least Bible translation right now. Amen? I cannot live in... I've been in Karnataka for so many years. From 1993... August, I've been here. From August 1993, I've been in this Bangalore. How will the Canada man not hear and know and grow up? No, I cannot accept that. Praise the Lord. So, I thank you for coming. We have prayed a lot before, um, you know, today because it's a kind of a special day, you know. And so, we prayed, let God bring people that He wants them to be here. And so, I believe that you are here. Praise God. It's a wonderful thing. Let's just thank Him for a minute. Father, we thank You. We praise You. We bless You. You're a faithful God. You will do what You said. Your mercy endures forever. Thank You for every household here, every family represented here. Thank You for Nama Bengaluru. Bless Nama Bengaluru. Bless Karnataka. Let them receive, Lord. They must not perish. They must hear Your Gospel. They must grow. They must receive the benefit. They must not be cheated. Karnataka must receive in the name of Jesus. Father, every life that is here today, under the sound of my voice, Lord, help them to fulfill the purpose for which they were born. They must not leave this planet without fulfilling it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll just go ahead... I want you to realize that God knew you before He put you in your mother's womb. Amen. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, He knew you. You'll find that in Jeremiah 1 and verse 5. Let's hear that in Canada also. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. There's somebody who knows you more than your own mother knows you. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came out of the womb, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nations. Can you imagine a person who knew you before you were formed in the belly? That's amazing, isn't it? I formed you in the belly, he says. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. So who made you in the belly? He made you in the belly. And he knew you. Before He formed you in the belly. What does that mean? You were always there. Isn't that interesting? You didn't just come because you came through a body. You were there before. Isn't that interesting? Think about that. Where were you that time? You were with Him. Hallelujah. What does that mean? Every person that's born on the earth came from Him actually. Everyone. The only thing is, as they grow... They have to choose. Are you seeing that? God has not violated the choice of anybody. Isn't that interesting? So, notice. If He knew you before He formed you in the belly, that means you are accounted for. You are not unaccounted. You are accounted for.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Should we go over that verse again in Canada? Thank you brother. Hallelujah. Amazing isn't it?
0: So in this case Jeremiah and Jeremiah was already called a prophet before he came inside the womb. What does that mean? whatever god has called you for it is already planned before you came out of the womb some may be prophets some may be teachers some may be pastor some may be evangelists some may be just believer businessman etc etc it has already been planned before you came out of the womb hallelujah notice he said i sanctified you to sanctify among many meanings also means to set you apart he has kept you aside He has put his hand and said, stay here. So you're kept. God has put his hand on you before you were born. Isn't that amazing? If God has put his hand on you, is there any devil that can take you? No, but the choices are important. Why did he tell Jeremiah this? So that he will know and choose. I knew you. You think you just came? I knew you. Who will you choose now? I'll choose you. Nobody told me that. I was shocked when I read that verse in Isaiah 49 and verse 15. He said, your mother may forsake you, but I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I was shocked. Nobody told me there is somebody who loves more than a mother. When I read that, I said, what? There is somebody who loves more than a mother? Praise God. Yes, He knew you before He formed you in your mother's womb. Praise God. Is that also
2: there, brother? Can we hear that? Thank you. It's possible. It's
0: possible. The possibility is there. She can forget. But He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I was amazed by that love and that was the verse after which I got saved. Hallelujah. I said, okay, I want you. If you love more than a mother, I want you. And that is how it started. So, whatever gift, whatever calling, whatever plan is already there for you. You don't have to struggle about it. All you need to know is it is there and you must stand up for it and you must protect it by words of faith. Don't look at yourself and say, I am nothing, I am useless, I am nobody. Always remember, no, somebody chose you. Even though you look like nothing, even though you feel like nothing, he looked at you and said, I want you, you are mine. Before you came here, he already chose you, don't forget that. You are of high value to him. You were in his thoughts long time ago. Hallelujah, the world and the devil are trying to tell you that you have no consequence. You are just like a dog, you will die like a dog, but that's not true. Hallelujah, the God we are worshipping, he formed us in the mother's womb, and he knew you before that time and planned for you before that time. Amen, hallelujah, you just need to walk into it. You need to enter into it. How will you walk into it? By the words that you speak your feet will enter into those places. So you have to start saying, God knew me before I came into my mother. So sometimes, Amma, your mother, may tell you some things which are not in line with God. You can say, Amma, thank you very much, but I believe God. Hallelujah. They may try to give you some advice, but if he does not agree with God, you can say, Amma, please, thank you, I know you love me very much, but God knew me before you. Hallelujah. So I respect my family. I am not fighting against Thirulah. Thirulah is my village. God decided that you will come from a Thirulah woman's womb. Just like Jesus came out of, you know, someone from Nazareth, from Mary's womb. Hallelujah. So I don't fight about my nose. I don't fight about my height. I don't fight about the way I look. That is the way God decided. Hallelujah. I don't try to change my color because God decided this is good for you, it's good for me. But if some cancer tries to come, I refuse. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? The rest of it, don't fight about it. Accept it. I'm from that family. the That's my family. That is my background. That is my mother. That is my father. Don't try to say that they are not. They are. God used them. Hallelujah. Amen. So reconcile your past all the time. Go back into your past and settle things. A lot of trouble comes because you have not settled the past issues. Sometimes you say, I don't know why I was born in this family. Don't worry about it, God knows. God decided that's the right family for you. Why should you argue? You did not even know that you knew him. Now he's telling you, I knew you. So You say, okay, (laughs) alright, see, just agree. Yes, thank you that I am not a mystery to you, You know me, all my problems, the way I think, everything, you knew and you chose me. You put your hand on me, you kept me aside. So don't worry, God knows everything about you, and He still chose you, He still had you. Amen? Praise God. So, you need to settle that once and for all. Now, in big evangelistic meetings, sometimes people will say, If you say Jesus is Lord today, if you accept Jesus today, he will write your name in his book. Right? Do you know that's not really true? If God knew you before he formed you in the womb and wrote a book, won't your name be in that book? Yes, it is there. Until you leave the earth, that name is there. If you don't accept Jesus, the name is struck off. Till you die, it will be there. But if you say no to Jesus, it will just disappear. And God will cry, my son from my book, he's gone. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? Hallelujah. You have to kind of see that. That is why he wants us to tell them, Daddy is waiting for you. Your chair is there. Your table is there. Your food is there. Your name is there. Come. Come. Come, man! Baro, uta ide, ide. Amen. What are you doing? Come, Jesus is calling you. Yesu aragira and all that. You know, He's calling you. Come. Hallelujah. But if you die without accepting, the name goes out of the book. That's the tragedy. Hallelujah. That's the tragedy. Where do you get, get such stories from? From Exodus, for instance. Exodus 23:23, I believe. He said, if you do not, you know, forgive them, blot my name out of your book, it seems. If you do not forgive me, then blot my name out of your book. Moses said that the, God was angry with the people. Please forgive them. If you don't forgive them, remove my name from your book. When did he write the name? The name was there. He blots it out. So if you follow that, did you find it brother? Okay, I guess it is there, let me, Exodus 23, 32 or something, if you are there. Another thing I want you to realize about me, sometimes I come and stand here and I don't know what I'm going to preach. 32? 32, 32, thank you, 32, 32. I knew it was two 3, something. 32, 32, Yeah. Yet now, if you will not forgive their sin, if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of your book, which you have written. When did he? Which you have written. Which you have written before. Let's hear that in Canada. Thanks,
2: brother. Hallelujah. So
0: he... He has something called blotting out, isn't it? Your name is there, but he can blot it. So the name is there. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Amen? What does this do to me? What does this do to you? It makes me feel sorry for people, doesn't it? His name is there. He's accounted for. God knows him. God is calling him. God does does not want him to miss it. God is waiting for him. That is why we are winning souls. Amen? That is why we're winning souls, because the table is empty there, the chair is empty, his name is there, but he's not eating from there. Hallelujah? So that has to be dealt with. We must feel for them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, so let's go on to the New Testament and see some scriptures like that. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. I'll tell you a mystery. Sometimes I come here, I don't know what I'm going to say. Today is one of those days. Okay? Philippians chapter 4. Look at there, verse 3. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with clement also, with other my fellow laborers, whose
2: names are in the book of life. Amen? Let's hear that in Canada hallelujah so did you notice that their names were in the book amen how did he know did he go and see the book this is paul this is not jesus talking how did he
0: know that He knew these things that God has already planned for everybody. Your name is in the book. Amen. And especially if you're a believer, your name is in the book. And if you're working with him, definitely your name is in the book. Are you out there? Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Hebrews also. I want you to know that you're accounted for. You are not just some unaccounted fellow who just came by fluke. No. By competition you arrived. No, 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 no. You were accounted for. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews. And uh, let's go to... Let me make sure first of all. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews 12:22. But you are come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. See that? The church in heaven, you are from there. You see? Your church is in heaven, actually. Your name is in heaven, actually. Praise God. The only thing is, when you come down here, you have to find out where you will grow. That's all. Amen? But your name is in heaven. Did you notice your name is in heaven? (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad that my name is written in heaven. Amen? Hallelujah? Hallelujah? So when somebody calls from here, Jesus, he says, oh that's Michael. His name is here. That's Manoj. His name is here. He's accounted for. That file will come up. That crime will
2: come up. Amen. Let's hear that in Kannada also. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen.
0: The blood of the New Testament has separated you, has sanctified you. Your name is special in heaven. Amen. If anybody mentions your name, they're here in heaven. Praise the Lord. Amen. God has been thinking about you, planning for you long time ago. I am surprised. After a gap of four and a half or five years, Grace Chapel is not yet forgotten. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I did not know, but it seems that the government had our record still. They could not close it. I did not know. They say you cannot close that kind of trust, it seems. So we went back to the auditor and they said, Grace Chapel is still here. Okay, start it off. That's what happened. Bank account, everything just started again. What does that mean? God was always planning like that. That settles some things in my heart. You know what I have been through? Some of you know. How do you think I can start off like that? How? I was like this for many days. Just looking at the wall and praying in tongues and crying. That's what I was doing. God had to show me, by some special ways, how I should just stand up and keep going. Are you out there? Hallelujah. And so today, if I'm standing here, free and laughing and smiling, it's because He has proven to me that He has always been thinking about us. Hallelujah. 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 Our names are written there. He's got us in the thoughts. Before we were born, He had already planned it. Are you out there today? Hallelujah. Now look at Jesus talking about the issue in Luke chapter 10. He had given the disciples, those who followed Him, just like you, every single one. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Amen? He gave them that authority. And then after that He said, but don't rejoice because the devils are subject in my name. You know, once you see devils coming out of people in Jesus' name, you say, whoo, You get excited. Are you seeing that? That's Luke chapter ten, verse twenty is where we are. Verse 19 is what I read. Behold, I give. Let's hear that. It's very important. Thank you,
2: brother. Amen. When I
0: first heard this verse, <laughs> I was so excited because I was living in Africa in a town called Kefi and after I got saved, somebody came into my house just after I got saved and stole five pairs of my Italian leather shoes. I was very hurt. I said, Lord, I'm your child. How can this happen? And I was listening to some people back then and they said, you must tell the angels to come and kneel down and say, I'm sorry, I did not watch over your house. So I said, angels, come here, kneel down. Where were you when they stole my shoes? I was like that. Where were you? Huh? Huh? You have to repent. My shoes. You know, like that. So I was pretty angry. So I told the Lord, because my shoes were lost, after I became a believer, I am not wearing shoes anymore. You have to give me shoes. Till then, I will wear only bathroom slippers. That is Hawaiiana. Hawaii chapels, you know. In Africa, they are called bathroom slippers. So to go outside with bathroom slippers, in those days, was a kind of low thing. And there are snakes also. So, on my way to college, I used to pass through the elephant bush. In Africa, they have something called elephant grass, tall like this. And snakes used to come. And I read this verse. I used to go and smash them. I'm telling you, in Jesus' name, I killed seven. Seven snakes. And I came back, I was saying, man, you see, Jesus told me that, I did it. And then one brother called me, brother Mike, please come, come, come. That, that's not the meaning of that scripture. That scripture means the devil's power is under your feet. Okay, praise God. But I think even snakes you can stamp on in Jesus' name. Amen? Are You understand what I'm saying? So I was very excited about it. Then Jesus said in the next verse, that is verse 20, He says, don't be excited about people and devils being subject in the name of Jesus. But rather, be excited because your name is written in heaven. Be excited because your name is written in heaven. Let's hear
2: that in Kannada. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: You know, when you see people delivered from devils, you get excited. When you see results in ministry, you get excited. When the deaf hear, you get excited. When the dumb speak, you get excited. Ooh, wow, that was good ministry. When the tumors get healed, you get excited, right? He said, it's good, that's all wonderful. But I'm telling you, don't get excited because of ministry results. Get excited rather because your name is written in heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Barel petu. Paralogal, Our book killer. Amen? Because your name is written in the book, you should just be having non-stop condatums, man. Just lose it. Come on now. Just, just lose it. Just get excited. Amen? Hallelujah? That's what Jesus said. So, there must be a book. If Jesus said it, there must be a book. Paul said it, there must be a book. Moses said it, there must be a book. There is a book. There is a book with your name. In heaven, hallelujah. The most powerful person in the universe is looking at your name. He is your father. He looks at your name. And he said, just because I am looking at your name, just just get excited. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah! 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 Hallelujah. 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 Your name may not be in the medical college records. My name is not there. Because I didn't go there. I was supposed to be a medical student. Somehow, it didn't reach there. (laughs) Hallelujah! But my name is in heaven. Oh, hallelujah! I don't know, but you know, my brethren who are doctors, I have some idea what you're talking about. I was talking to brother Raju Koneri the other day. How many of you know brother Raju Koneri? Yeah. We met by chance, just like that, after a lot of stuff happened. And we ended up at the same table, but we only talked about academics. That's the beauty of it. So he was talking to us how he spent 15 years trying to get his PhD. 15 years. Because nobody would call him and coach him. Nobody would say, I will support your writing. Nobody would keep him under the study and be an intern under him. Can you imagine that? 15 years. Now he's the principal of pharmacology and all that stuff. 15 years. Listen, I used to go to the <laughs> result sheet at the side of the college to look for my name when at night. Because <laughs> it is very possible that the name won't be there. So at night, me and some of my friends, who are very sure that our name won't be there, we come at night with a pen torch, and we look, not from here, we look from here. One reason is, Vergis is V, so it will be down there. But the other reason is, you may not be there. So confidently you can start from here. By the time you reach halfway, if it's not there, that's the end of the story, right? But suppose you're so confident that you go up the list and up the list and then you see your name there, it must be a miracle. (laughs) I know how many lists I used to look. Medical school, medical school, medical school, go and see this minister, go and see that guy, please one seat. All these things we have done, but no name. How do you think I felt? Low. There are the two medical guys. They must be feeling very nice, I'm sure. To have your name in that list is a big deal. To wear the lab coat and stethoscope and just walk like this and do like this. Oh, that's the next level, man. I'm telling you, I know those things. But some of us, it did not happen. Why? Ganja. Teacher is saying something. You are like, what? Huh? Three colleges I changed. Three. Finally, my parents said, Sorry, boss. Don't ask us anymore. We had enough. I said, I won't ask you. Just one chance. Last chance. That last chance is when I met Jesus. The last place where nobody would look. Where was I? The bathroom was like this. There were some sticks. And you have to stand on top of the sticks. And if you look down, you'll see. So, you have to go there early morning. Otherwise, you will see. If it's afternoon, you will hear also. So, Jesus, please help me. That is how I accepted Jesus. Because of the suffering there. See, suffering is not God's will. But some people, unless they get nice suffering, they will never look up. It's like that. So when my parents said, hey, this is it, finish. After this, don't come and disturb us. Amma, we took. Amma said, Michael, enough. We tried. You wasted our money. You wasted our time. We tried our best. Enough. That is when I read, can a mother forsake her suckling child? That she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yes, she may. But I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I could not have... I fell for Jesus. I fell in love with... I said, Jesus, I received. After that day... (laughs) I'm not bothered about any list anymore. List is not my problem because my name is in the book. It's in the book, it's in the book, it's in the book, it's in the book, it's in the book. It's in the book. book. And Jesus said, I'm telling you, devils cannot do anything to you. You will trample all their works underfoot. But he said, don't get excited about that. Excited because your name is written in my book. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! I'm excited because my name is written in the book. Amen. David called that joy of salvation. Hallelujah. David called it joy of salvation. I think that's the Psalm 50. Let's go there. P.S. 50. Psalm 50. If you're there, praise God. Psalm fifty, is it fifty one? Huh? Fifty one. Yes. Let's go there. Fifty one. Yeah, let's go down towards uh, verse. Yeah. Verse ten is one one song we used to sing in the church there. <laughs> it was like this create in me a clean heart. Oh God. And renew a right
1: spirit
0: within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Oh God. That's how we were supposed to sing it. In Africa. When we used to sing that song, we used to be scared. What? God will kick you out of his presence, it seems. If you don't have a clean heart. Oh my God. This God can kick you out also. What? But thank God for the New Testament. 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 Testament. Hallelujah. If you look in John chapter 10. You will see in the New Testament. I believe it's verse 27 and 28. Let's read that. John ten twenty seven twenty eight 28. Yeah, there it is. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they will follow me. And then the next verse says, And I give unto them eternal life. They shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see that? Never, never, never. How much is that? Never means ever, isn't it? That's very powerful, isn't it? And in the next verse he says, Out of my Father's hand. So, Jesus' hand and Father's hand. Two hands are holding you. How can you be plucked out? Are you seeing this? That means that it's almost impossible to lose your salvation. Almost impossible. Shall we hear that please, brother?
2: Sorry for disturbing you. Hallelujah. You are in Jesus' hand, Tanda's
0: hand. Both hands are holding you. Uh, you have eternal life. It's very hard for you to lose it. Amen. Praise God. But if you like, you can try. You can fight and push those hands. Maximum, try So sometimes people try to see, can I lose it, can I lose it? What shall I do to lose it? What can I try to lose it? Amen? So they see the whole church, they say, oh, the church is full of girlfriends. Let's just attack the girlfriends. Oh, it's full of boyfriends. Let's attack the boyfriends. May God help us to not be like that. Amen? The church is God's sheep. God's names in His book. We must be careful. I don't want to misuse that privilege. You should not misuse that privilege. We should not misuse that privilege. Try your best to not misuse that privilege. Amen. Even though when somebody comes in a big car to your church, you will feel like misusing your privilege and having special appointment with them and calling them to the side and say come ra, let's do some deal ra you will be my special guy because you have the ana ra it's possible you may feel like that right? it's all possible but we shouldn't, right? why? because your name is written in heaven not because you have other results But because your name is written in heaven. See, we are trying to have results. We are trying to have results. If we have results, we are happy. If we don't have results, we are not happy. Why are you looking for such results? Why don't you get happy because your name is written in the book? Let's look at the name in the book and get happy. Of course there are nice looking girls. Of course. The problem of sleeping with one woman for the rest of your life is very hard. Same woman, same woman, same woman, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years later, same woman. It's a problem. I don't know if you know that. But it's a problem. If you are honest as a man, there is a problem. If you are honest as a woman, there is a problem. I think so. This same guy, this same fellow with all of his problems, this same guy, there is a problem. How can you stay with one person for the rest of your life and be faithful to one person for the rest of your life? That is why we come to church. That is why we are in the church. That is why the church has to talk about it. We cannot keep our mouth quiet about it. We must examine it and settle it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot expect good marriages if you don't teach about marriage. You cannot expect good families if you don't teach about family. You cannot only teach one thing all the time. We must teach everything. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like grabbing. It comes to all of us. We are in the flesh. We feel like doing things. All of us feel like doing things. How many of you feel like doing things? Yeah, we all feel like doing things. I'm not forcing you to lift up your hand. Please don't worry. (laughs) Hallelujah. A big church in California. I was showing my wife yesterday. Very big. 25,000 members, 25,000, super church. Just four weeks ago, or maybe two months ago, the guy started problem. Pastor started having, you know, staff and church people close to him. He started going into relationships with them. And finally, it came in the open. Everybody was feeling sorry for everybody. Everybody. So they won't say anything. Finally one person went to the news. I don't want that to happen. Going to the news is not good. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? Keep it in the church. But people have to go down. And leave. And adjust. And come back if they want. Are you getting what I'm saying here? That guy left. His staff left. America is shocked. You can check for yourself if you want. Big, big people go there. International leadership conferences. 25,000. You should see the building. You should see the car park. Imagine what that means. That means you go big, 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 and then partaka. No. We must go big, big, bigger, 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 and still. Amen? Hallelujah. Why? Because our name is written in heaven. God knows us. God planned for us. It must happen. Are you out there? It must happen. We must not let it go. We must continue to stay in the Word, continue to rejoice about our name written in the book. Maybe you're not casting out many devils, so you're No oh, devil came out. Jesus said, What? Rejoice because your name is written. Hallelujah. Some people, only if the devil comes out, they'll be happy. Oh, devil came. Ha, ha, ha. Glory, glory. That day they'll be happy. After that, the next devil came up. Ha, ha, ha. He said, no. The joy of your salvation. Amen. Now, back to Create in me a clean heart, O God, And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away, From thy presence, O Lord, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Holy Spirit will be taken away from you. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Never. 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 Aren't you glad? So you can sin and the Holy Spirit will be with you. Yes. You can do ministry. Holy Spirit will be with you. Yes. And because of that, you will feel like, I can do anything. Yes, you can. But what do you want? You want your name in heaven to have next to it super ministry, holy minister, marriage successful, children blessed, generation blessed. You want a good report card, right? I am glad that God forgives us, forgets. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Otherwise, we won't be here today. How many times did I say, Sorry, forgive me for this ganja, Lord. Forgive me. You have no idea. I like my ganja. I liked my beer. I liked it so much. When I smell it, I became a believer and I smell it. On the road. And I say, Believer, Holy Ghost, tongue-talking believer. And when I look, the guy is in the um, bus stop, behind the seat, with dirty hair, smoking, and I go up and say, Hey, brah, can I have a puff? He says, sure. He's looking at me, nicely dressed guy. Sure, man. I'll take some. I say, Lord, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. In front of that guy. In front of that guy. God have mercy on me. Lord, I will never do this again, ever. And I'll go home like that, feeling very bad. One week will pass. After one week I smell it somewhere, I'll go to the guy. Huh? Some talk, man. Oh God, forgive me, mercy. You know, I lived like that. I lived like that. Then I came to the church and I said, Pastor, how do you come out of this thing? I speak in tongues. I'm a new creature. But look at what I'm doing. It's not cool. How do you come out of this? Please. He said, Brother Mike. (laughs) I'm so glad. I love church. He said, Brother Mike, sit down here. I sat down. He said, bring your notebook. Bring your Bible. Sit. He said, take this scripture. 2 Corinthians 5:17, 1 John 4, 4. Amen. Galatians 3:10. He gave me these verses and he said, You have to read that and write that every day as though you never read it before. You have to say it and say it and say it and say it until you are free. He said, Can you do that? I said, Well, I have no choice. And when the door is open, I want to see you in the church. Otherwise, you can do your thing. I said, I'll be there. I'll be there. Came and sat down. Anytime, I'm there. Writing, saying, speaking. Where's the ganja? It disappeared. Where's the booze? Where's the crazy life? Gone. If you want the results, you have to do that. If you want one touch, one touch. Sometimes one touch will work. Sometimes it won't work. But this will work all the time. It will work all the time, forever and ever. Because Hebrews 4.12 says, The Word of God is alive and powerful. Powerful. Powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Sharper than any surgeon's knife. Sharper than laser beam. Sharper than any instrument. It enters inside the bones and the marrow and separates soul from spirit and checks the thoughts and intents of your heart. Nothing sharper, nothing more powerful than the Word. It is always full of power. But to access that power, you have to read it, you have to write it, you have to say it again and again, even if you know it. Bible does not have part 2, part 3, part 4. Only one Bible. After reading it two, three times, you'll think that you know it. You eat chapati, you know chapati, but you still eat the chapati. Why? Chapati is good for me. Bible is good for me. Vasanam is good for me. Amen. It will work inside me. That is why I'm eating it. You want to be free? You want to live long? Get it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to enjoy one man, one woman? Get your Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. Whatever you want, exceeding great and precious promises are available in the Word of God. Otherwise, guaranteed. There are people of my age, my age, they have married three times already. Three times. They married three different people. Their marriages are still messed up. Three times. And they are doctors. There's a friend of mine who has married and has seven children from different wives. He's one of the best premier doctors in the world. I won't mention his name because it's not cool. Why shouldn't you... You have the honor, you have the face, you have everything. Why not? You are successful, why not? Why should you stay with that same girl? Why? Tell me. Why? Why? Because Jesus said so. That's why. Oh really? You don't love her, but Jesus said so? Listen, only Jesus told me that I can love, so I love. Otherwise, I don't know whether I can love anybody. I will fight with people nicely. That's so why I went to jail some time ago before I got saved. Jesus said, Love your enemy. Hare? Enemy. I don't like my enemies. What does that mean? People that you don't like, you can love them. So love is not based on like. You may not like them, but you love them. What is love? Love means you give. You just give and give. So, I give. Jesus gave his life for the church. I give for my wife. I say, Lord, help me to give my wife. The God who strengthens Abraham will strengthen you to give to your wife. Are you getting this? Hallelujah! The church has to learn these things. Otherwise... Chumma, after some 25 years, big, massive ministry. I come from a hugging church. In Africa, it's a hugging church. When I came to India, I came like this to hug. They said, praise
2: the Lord, brother.
0: I said, uh, sorry, excuse me. Okay." Shaking hand is not allowed. Only praise the Lord, brother. Then I understood. What does that mean? Let me ask you a question. What is the meaning of that? The guy who says, praise the Lord, and the guy who shakes hands, who is stronger? Don't answer. (laughs) Who is the stronger guy among them? You may think the guy who says like this, is very strong, he's a very holy guy. Very holy, and the guy says, "Hey, praise the Lord, brother. How you doing? What's up? Yeah, come on. What's what's up? Come on, tell me, man. How you doing?" It's not holy. Very weak, fellow. oh, weak fellow, weak fellow. Ah, look at him, man. The question and the answer are simple. The guy who only does like this, he's scared that if he holds your hand, some shock will come, and that's the end. Of course, there are some people when they shake your hand, they'll do like this and like that. They'll leave my hand, man. What is this?
1: They
0: squeeze your hand. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Then some church, women sit only here, men sit only here. Is that strong church? It's a weak church. Because they are not strong enough to sit next to a girl without saying Roar! They just sit next to the girl Brother, how are you? Brother, I'm
1: fine. What is your name? Oh please ah! Ah! Ah!
0: Instead of just Hello, hi, how are you? Yeah, that's good. Where you, yeah, you live there. Fine, nice. Finish. Sakapa. Hashtag. What all this extra? Give me your phone number. What is your WhatsApp? What is your kundam? Hey, koda. Huh? What is your WhatsApp? What is your face? That this? No, that's not your business. Shut up! Leave the fellow alone. Hey, what's wrong with you, man? Hallelujah, amen. Sometimes people come to you. Can I have your number? I'll say, uh. By the time I say, uh, they know. Why? Because of this. At night,
3: ding, ding, ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. What? Throw the phone. Forget about the phone. We used to live without phone before. What was the problem? Tidding, 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 tidding. Ture man. bish. Tidding for what? It's all a trick, man. They want to get inside your head. You, inside your dreams, they will come. Ding, 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 ding. Ting, two o'clock in the morning two o'clock huh? for what man what man huh these are the problems you don't read your bible but ting 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 all the time hallelujah you have no time for church but ting 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 is going on after some time what will happen we don't know I'll tell you what will happen You will be in somebody's pocket nicely. They will squeeze you, keep you there. Hey, bhai muj, mujko. You'll be going around like that. It happened to me also, but I cannot say. Because they said, bye, mujko. Because of your phone, man, that's why. You should have thrown the phone away a long time ago. Why are you so bothered about all that stuff? Come and sit down and hear. Ah, pastor is using the message to bring us and sit us in the church. No, I am not. That I will not do. If you like, you come. You don't want? Hey! I need it. I need the word. I need to hear good stuff. I need to meditate. I need to spend time. Otherwise, after many years, I can also go down. I can. (laughs) I don't want to go back there, man. I'm coming from jail. I don't want to go. You will end up in jail. Jail. You will be on the news. Everybody will see that guy. Oh, I know that guy. Oh, yes. That's Pastor Michael, man. What? I did not know. I thought he was such a good man. What happened? He's covering his face. No camera. No. Bedapa. Bedapa. Right? That is why. But there's a church in Nigeria with seventy lakh people still going strong. Cool. Just going nicely. How about that? 8 kilometers by 3 kilometers. That is the size of the church. (laughs) Wow. Is it possible? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Why? Your name is in the book. Get excited. He will not take His Spirit from you. The name is in the book. You can do it. God is thinking about you. He said, I set you apart for this work, for that work, for this job, for this family, for this marriage, for these children. Stay there. Stay there. Do it. Stay with me. Stay with me. Listen to me. I'm speaking. Receive my word. Don't let it disappear or depart from your heart. Keep it in the midst of your heart. It is life. It is health. It is wholeness for you. Keep your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of life. Keep your heart. That's Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart. I believe that's what it is. Keep your heart. With all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. Shall we hear that in
2: Kannada? Jiva? Jiva? Da- Fountains, Fountains of life. You
0: see that? One version says the issues of your life will come out of there. Everything concerning your life, it comes from inside here. Amen? So keep it. Don't allow things to enter. Just keep nicely. In the church, husband and wife must be one. If you tell the wife something, the husband must know that. You tell the husband, the wife must know. If you don't know that, get it today. If you tell the husband something, the wife has to know about it. If you tell the wife something, husband has to know they are one. Anybody who does not respect the two of you as one, they are not your friend. I'm telling you, they are not your friend. They are just pretending. You are real. Those who are close to you, real, they will treat both of you as one. Are you understanding that? You have to come out of that Indian mentality. That wife is down, no, come up together. They are one. They are one. Jesus said, they are one. You tell her something, you must tell him also. It must go. They must know that. You cannot separate these people. You cannot pull this one aside and do something. uh, 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 Together they must be. I am not meaning it in a strange way. I mean in a paka way. Are you understanding what I am saying here? You have to learn that and teach it to your children. That is marriage. You know, you go back to your parents, they will immediately move your wife away and say, ah, you come here, you are my son. Have you seen that? You must say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh." this is me. We are same. Same to same. Same to same. <laughs> and they, after some years, they will finally understand. If you call this guy, she is also there. But you have to prove it again and again. Same to same. Same to same. Otherwise, they will separate you. And anything that separates marriage is against the will of God. It's just amen. Amen. It is amen, amen, amen. Amen, 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 amen. Blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving and honor. Glory and praise. Be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I think we got something today. Do you know the church is like the bride? Jesus and the bride, they are one. They are the body, same. Amen. So if we talk church, we will always talk marriage. Hallelujah. Always. We cannot separate the two. There will be marriage. Details. Not trash. I mean paka. Are you getting what I'm saying here? Paka. We have to learn. We have to develop good marriages. Because as the marriage goes, so the nation goes. People are watching, looking for marriage. Do you know there's a law in our country? I have to stop. There's a law in our country that says, if you sleep with the woman, she is not in adultery. Did you see that? It's not adultery. They're removed from the law now. Some strange things are happening. We are living in strange times. We're living in very strange times. These are the last days. Yeah. And so the world is looking to see is there any pakka marriage? Is there any example that I can follow? And then they see you, Mr. and Mrs. Durek, coming back from church. Eh, hey, maga? Ma maga? They say, Ah, oh, Chenagido, either. Solve a different target. Huh? Ba, ba ma, Ba Rani. Ba Rani. You know, Raja. They're just going on like that. So they watch you for some time. Two months, three months, five years. Still Rani, Raja, Rani. Six years, children, twenty years, Rani, Raja, Rani. The speed is a little different, but they're still going on. And they say, yes, these Christians, these believers, these amen, hallelujah people, they have some baka marriage, man. Not bad, rah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying here? Why should you rejoice so much? Your name is written in the book. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. It's called the joy of salvation. When you first got saved, how were you? Very happy, right? That is joy of salvation. You need to remain there in the joy of salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are living in bad times. These are not good times. But God decided you should be here 2018, not BC. You could have been in the Pharaoh's thing doing some fan or whatever, I don't know. You know, Pharaoh is lying down like this. Saying, One Indian guy is doing like this. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> Pastor Michael, <huh? laughs> What to do, man? God decided I should come during Pharaoh's time. <laughs> but see, what did he do? He brought you into the cell phone time. Hey, Amen. Into the jet time, to the Mercedes time, to the cycle wala time. Helmet cycle. It's an interesting time. <laughs> so, you are the paka guy for that. Don't say, what man? Don't get the cell phone, but control Mahdi. Hey, cell phone. Alli kutko. Ring, ring. Shoo. Switch off Madi. The person you are trying to contact is out of range. All the time. Nice. Who is this person? Who is this person? Oh, brother Manoj. Okay. He's always busy praying, studying. Yes, hallelujah. Stotram kartali. Podam <laughs> pa? Are you getting what I'm saying here? Hallelujah. But every time you check, this guy's available online. Online. On, online. Where is he? He's always on some line all the time. Line? <laughs> In line, pa. Line. 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 Yeah, line, pa. Shut up on the line, please. Go offline now. Shall we bless God? Thank you, Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. 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 We give you thanks. We give you praise. You are faithful. You will do what you said. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You called us. You formed us in our mother's womb. You knew us before time began. You created us. You are good. And your mercy endures forever. You knew the plan and purpose you have for us. The call and ministry and business and work. The marriage for us. The children for us. You knew everything before time began. We bless you right now. We praise you today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 We give you praise. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is today, Father, I thank you for intervening because you know us. You know me. You know each one. You know each family. You know each house. Come, come into our situation. The God who delivers. The God who set the captive free. The God who comes into our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, you are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, for the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Lord, you said you will never leave. You will never forsake us. You will be with us. You will strengthen us. You will heal. You will deliver. You will make sure we are getting better and better until the perfect day. Thank you for our salvation. Thank you for the benefit of our salvation. Thank you for the joy of our salvation. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you today. Praise you right now. You are faithful. You will do what you said. We are grateful today. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Let the power of your holiness come into each life. The power of your holiness come into each family. The power of your holiness come into each situation today. In the name of Jesus. Because, first of all, you are a holy God. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We worship You. We worship You. We worship You. We worship You. Thank You. Thank You. Thank You. Thank You. Thank You for our marriages. Thank You for our relationships. Thank You for sanctifying every single area of our life for your glory, for your goodness. In the name of Jesus, our businesses, our work, our mind, our body, our life, our individual situations, set it apart for your goodness today. Set it apart for your glory today. We worship you in this house. We thank you for your mercy. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. You said you will bring your chosen with gladness. With gladness, with gladness. Today we take this meal with gladness. We rejoice that we are saved. We rejoice because of the benefit of salvation. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you Father, thank you Father, thank you Father. We receive right now, we receive right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, amen. Shall we eat and drink? Thank you for our marriage. Thank you for our relationships. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our businesses. Thank you for our minds. Thank you for every area of our life separated to your glory. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to do one small thing today. A small, while you are, you know, just give me attention for five minutes. I want to teach something practical today. Big practical. You know, there's theory and there's practical. Amen? How many of you went to school and did theory and practical? Some of us, we did three times, you know. (laughs) We became very good at something. So today I'm going to give a practical Kind of thing, and uh, it will be nice after everybody has taken the cups. Just give me three minutes, and then we can go home. Just for the practical aspect, I want you to remember this very powerful thing. Very, very powerful. It's out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6. Just this must be for your whole life. Okay, you and God. This is what is expected. Hebrews 11:6 says, "But without faith." It is impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What does that mean? Let's hear it in Canada also. Hebrews eleven six.
2: Thanks, brother. Sorry, I, I, I delayed the practical to this moment. <laughs> Amen.
0: Amen. He, you must believe that God is good and He will reward you. He is there. Amen. Otherwise, he's not happy. Praise God. So, the practical is going to start. The first person that comes to the front will receive this. Please go back to your seats. (laughs) See? The first person who comes here will receive
1: this.
0: (laughs) Please go back to your seats. Without faith it is impossible to please him. He that comes to him must believe that he is going to receive The first person who comes
1: here.
0: Is Hallelujah. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that comes to God must believe that God wants to give and has given everything, but you have to take it. Can you see that? You have to take the thing. God said, I give everything to my children. I give free. They must take it. It's the taking part that you must learn. How do you take? You just come and you take, right? What you do is, when the message is going on, when you're studying your Bible, just say, I take it. It's mine right now. The same way you grab, grab from inside. It's mine. It's mine now. Are you getting it? The first person that comes gets it.
1: Hallelujah!
0: That is a very important practical lesson. Amen. God, <laughs> God has given everything. Romans 8, <laughs> Romans 8:32 says, He has given everything freely. With Jesus, you just go and take it. Amen. Amen. So, in this church, you will see every now and then. I will just make one announcement. And when you hear it, you have to take it. You understand what I'm saying? And you will get it. It's just like that. It's just like that. Amen. Amen. If you learn that principle, I'm telling you, whatever Jesus paid for, you will collect. It will be yours. Hallelujah. You see how everybody moved to the front? See, they were sitting there before. Why? Because they know... If I come closer, I'll get it. That's why people come closer. Are you getting that? That is why you come closer. Every meeting, you just come. Every meeting, you just come. I I have got... I'm telling you, I don't lack anything. We have just started fresh, but I'm still confident. I'm seriously confident the God who took me till today will take me again. I'm, I'm telling you, I know that. I know it. You see, there's a place where you know, because He has brought you. You have experience. Amen? I'm telling you, if He's on the throne, you watch and see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't forget this lesson. Just remember this. Amen? Hallelujah. Brother Anup, do we have it? Okay. Anyway, brother Anoop has been checking out some things. Our, <laughs> sorry, sister. Hallelujah. You know, as as you
3: know, we are. We, you know, God has. You know, the favor of God has been so amazing that a place like Pastor said uh, has opened up for us. So this week, you know, we went and spoke to the Father and. He has agreed to give the place for us for a ten years. Ten years. You know that's amazing, and uh, that's just not the end. You know he will open up for further period. Yes. And uh, it's without any advance, and uh, you know, and a very, a very rent that is much, much below the market rate. Yes. And uh, so we need to put some things. Initially we thought we'll put something like a thatched. Thing, but uh, you know, we were finding it difficult because the fa- they were also suggesting summertime. If some spark comes, the whole thing would just collapse. Catch so, fire. Yo, so, so I think you know, we initially thought we'll put up a budget this week, uh, but we're working on it, and uh, so it'll be more than what we were expected. But we are trying to get different codes and see which is the best and what is the wisest thing to do. Amen. And uh, I'm sure you know, uh, you're all praying. And uh, things are working. And yesterday we met a metal guy, you know, who could give us a very good, good deal. You know, of all the two, three people we have met, he has given us a very nice deal for us. So today, you know, we will meet the Mason, uh, you know, third Mason guy. So we're working on these things. Amen. And uh, maybe next week or the week after, we will put up a presentation. And, uh, but God is, ama- is amazing. Awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. I want to show you some wounds that I got. What is this? It means, people understand, right? To grab. Don't forget. Don't forget it. Keep it in your mind. Get everything that Jesus paid for. Amen? Collect your healing, your freedom, your family, your finances, everything. Grab nicely. Amen? Don't forget that. Amen? If you like to give, um, we are making some new envelopes soon. That you can see one column will also be personal. If you want to give somebody personally, you write their name there. It will go to that person. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just, just you know, no big deal. But um, I hope you understand. Amen. We want to go forward. We will go forward. You watch and see what will happen. Amen? Amen. Let's give in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. The
3: titers, you can please come forward for prayer.
0: Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving and I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving. And I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, shendere bakarabashikere mondoroboshikaya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus.